Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Welcome to the first episode of the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm so thrilled that you're joining me today. So today we'll be talking about three things you can do this week to really improve the effectiveness of your marketing, because I think that we all want to spend less time marketing, more time treating patients, and of course, make more money. So before we dive in, I want to share a tiny bit about myself, because you might be wondering who the heck is this person? Why is she teaching marketing? Why does she seem to like marketing so much? And these are great questions. My name is Michelle Grassick. I've been a licensed acupuncturist for almost 11 years, and I have a practice in the Finger Lakes region of New York State. I've been teaching marketing to other acupuncturists for about six, six and a half years now, and in that time, I've had the amazing pleasure of teaching marketing to over 2,000 acupuncturists, both online and in person. I have a website specifically dedicated to marketing for acupuncturists. It's michellegrassick.com where you can find blog posts and lots of free marketing resources like checklists, workbooks, etc. I've also been a PDA provider with the NCC AOM for three or four years now, and I often teach webinars about marketing to different acupuncture state associations, to the unified practice EHR audience, which I absolutely love. And overall, I just really, really enjoy teaching marketing. And people will often ask me, where the heck does this passion for marketing come from? I had an amazing marketing mentor in the first three years of my acupuncture practice. Her name is Deb. Hey, Deb. We did a trade, cosmetic acupuncture, for her marketing expertise, and she taught me so much. She's also just a very bubbly, energetic, and entertaining person, and she always approached marketing from a perspective of both creativity and experimentation. Basically, she was always having fun whenever she was teaching me about marketing. And I realized pretty early on that very few acupuncturists have a marketing mentor to begin with, and they also don't have someone who thinks about marketing in a super positive way and inspires them to feel the same. And that's one huge reason that I started teaching marketing, so that I could share Deb's positive, creative perspective about marketing with other acupuncturists. All right, so let's dive right into today's episode, three things you can do this week to improve your marketing. The first thing I'm going to recommend to improve your marketing is to share your face more often everywhere. We are going to talk about a couple places where you can do this, but let's talk about why first. As humans, we evolved as social creatures, and we really place a lot of value on being able to look at someone's face, basically to put our eyeballs on their eyeballs, and decide if we trust them. This applies to both static images and to video, of course. Really, marketing is all about building trust at its core, and I think that we often forget this. This is one of the foundations of the way that I teach marketing. The whole purpose of 
getting visible in our communities, of educating people about how much acupuncture can help them, of being visible ourselves as the practitioners is to help people learn to trust us enough to put needles in them or to make the financial investment in acupuncture. So sharing your face really speeds this process up, again, because we're social creatures. If I can put my eyes on your face, it helps me with that decision-making process. As I said, you know, your potential patients are asking themselves, do I want this person to put needles in me? Do I want to share my personal health information with them? Do I think we would be a good fit? Would I be comfortable, etc.? So while all of these kind of unconscious thoughts are going through a potential patient's head, you can help them out by sharing your face more and more often. So let's talk about a few places where you can do this. The first, of course, is social media. I recommend introducing yourself to your audience every two weeks on social media. You're going to hopefully have new people following you all the time. And it's a really good opportunity to simply say, for example... Hashtag Friday introductions, welcome to our new followers, or I notice that we have a lot of new followers around here lately, and I want to take the opportunity to introduce myself and the clinic. And then you can share whatever you feel like, maybe a couple of thoughts about your perspective on your acupuncture specialties, and you can share some personal things as well if you like. Remember that part of this is helping people to identify the real human being behind your brand. The better they get to know you, the more likely they are to trust you, as we've been saying. And we're also working with something here called the know-like-trust factor, which you've probably heard of if you've done any reading about marketing online. Basically, consumers like to buy things from people that we know, like, and trust. So we're always trying to build that up in our marketing, especially on social media. Social media offers a really unique opportunity for us to share a bit about ourselves and increase that know, like, trust factor. Again, to emphasize, every two weeks, I want you to reintroduce yourself on your social media, sharing a photo of your face. Please don't feel awkward about this. Remember that new people have not seen your face yet, and they need to. And some of your regular followers haven't seen your face either, or they need to see it again. Whenever I share a picture of my face on my clinic Instagram account, it gets the most likes and interaction. People are just drawn to faces. And in some ways, it feels like it really cheers them up to see a picture of the business owner. I think you'll be really surprised by the pleasantly positive feedback that you get when you post either a professional headshot or a selfie. People sort of sit up and say, oh, hi, they're much more likely to comment because it's your face. So you'll probably get a lot more engagement on your introduction posts than others. Definitely give it a try. Next, I want you to add a thumbnail image of your face to the footer of your email newsletter. So hopefully you're sending out an email newsletter to your subscribers at least once a month. Twice a month would be great, but if you're doing it once a month, also super. And you should have a template for this email newsletter. So just something standardized is great. And that way you only have to edit the body of each new newsletter just to make your life easy. So at the bottom of this template, I hope you have a footer with your contact information and your schedule now button. And I want you to add your face in this section so that when people are in the decision-making process, should I click the schedule now button or not, 
your face is right near it to help them remember that you're a real person. And if they've already decided, yes, I'm comfortable with this person putting needles in me, it makes them more likely to click the darn button. And lastly, I want to challenge you to add your face to one more page on your website. Let me preface this by saying that I'm going to assume you already have your photo on the about page of your website, but I know that not everyone does. So let's talk about this for a quick second. So we're all on the same page. When someone clicks the about page on your website, they are literally asking the internet, who is this person who would be putting needles in me? So they need to see your face. You wouldn't believe the number of acupuncturist websites that I have visited that don't include the acupuncturist's face anywhere on the website, including on the about page. So they have this beautiful bio all about the acupuncturist. You know, it's about your education and your passion for the medicine and your story about how you got into acupuncture, but no picture. So you must get your picture on there. Okay, so assuming that you've already done that, got your picture on your about page, I'm going to challenge you to add it to one more page on your website. And as a suggestion, I'm going to recommend the contact page because this is a decision-making page on your website. You probably have your address and another schedule now button or your phone number on your contact page. People visit this page typically looking for your address because they're getting close to making an appointment. They're saying, well, how far away is this place? How long would the drive be? If you put your face on that page, it helps speed up that trust building and decision making process to click the schedule now button because people are remembering that you are a real human behind this brand and that they can trust you if they have questions or if they need something in this process. So these are three places online that you can share your face more often to help build up that trust. The second recommendation I have for you today is to review and update the messaging on your website so that it reflects the patient. Let's make sure your website is actually speaking to the people you'd like to treat. What happens really often on our websites is that we end up making them all about us or our business, kind of on accident. You know how you land on someone's website and it says Seneca Falls Acupuncture has been in business for eight years and is proud to serve the community and we have highly trained acupuncturists and blah, 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 blah. I hate to say this, but no one cares. People want to land on the homepage and immediately know that your business is a good fit for them. They want to hear about themselves. So here's a good example. If you want more digestive patients, if that's your specialty, for example, you could say, are you tired of feeling fatigued, bloated, and constipated? Take control of your health and feel centered, rested, and comfortable in your body because you know that this is the struggle that someone has if they're feeling constipated. You're calling out their pain points and then you are telling them about the results That's what they really want to hear. That's what they want to read when they land on your homepage. They want to hear that they can feel rested and not fatigued anymore and that they can feel comfortable in their body and not bloated, et cetera, et cetera. So we just have to be careful that we're not talking too much about our business or even about acupuncture itself on the landing page of our websites. And I know it's Really hard not to talk a ton about acupuncture right on the homepage because that's sort of what we were taught to do or that just seems to be what everybody else does. But ultimately, and I know this is a hard concept sometimes, 
People do not care how we fix them. Give me acupuncture. Give me herbs. Make me stand on my head. If you can get rid of my constipation or my diarrhea, I will do it. I will come see you. I will pay you. So that's why we're focusing so much on the symptoms and the relief of those symptoms or the outcome. Paint them a picture of the better life they will have on the other side of a series of acupuncture treatments. And I get it. You know, it is really hard not to inject a ton of information about acupuncture right on our homepage because we want to talk about how acupuncture is this ancient, powerful medicine that is also very applicable to modern life. And it's filled with so much wisdom. Yes, of course it is. Absolutely. But there are going to be other opportunities to talk about it. First, you've got to hook people on your landing page. Help them know that your clinic is right for them based on what they are experiencing. And then you can talk to them more about the details of how you're going to bring them to this better life that they imagine. And this is easier said than done, right? This requires you to know your target market and your ideal patient avatar really pretty well so that you can speak directly to them. Really briefly to define those concepts, target market is a broad description of a group of people who you'd like to be your patients. It's usually demographic information. And then your ideal patient avatar, and you can have more than one, but if you want to stick with one to make it easy in the beginning, that's fine. Your ideal patient avatar is a detailed description of a single individual who fits within your target market. The better you know your ideal patient avatar, or I'm just going to call it the IPA for short now, the better you know your IPA, the easier it is to speak directly to them on your website. You've got to know what they want, what they're experiencing now, what they need, and how they want to feel after acupuncture. So take some time and think about this. And one easy way to see if the message on your website is helpful for potential patients is to pick a friend or family member who fits within your target market, someone who is kind of your IPA, and unleash them on your website. Set a timer and give them three minutes, and then afterwards ask them, what kind of patients do you think I want to treat based on my website? Who do you think is a good fit to come see me, or who can I help? How can you make an appointment? Where's my clinic located? Don't give them a lot of time to do a deep dive on your website because the average potential patient is not going to do that. They're going to skim over your website pretty quickly. Unless a person is super motivated and really interested, it's rare for most people to comb through every page of your site. Instead, they're just going to land on your website, peruse it really quickly, probably not even go past the homepage, and decide almost instantly, is this what I need? Or is it not? So that's the information that you want to get from this friend or family member. You want a broad overview. Who am I helping? How would they make an appointment? Where am I located? What are the most essential things you picked up from my website? So you could start there with those questions. Obviously, if they're struggling to answer these questions or you feel like they're not answering them correctly, then it's time to really look at the message on your website and who it's aimed at. Was it written with your IPA in mind? Reassess your target market, get clear on your IPA, and try to set up your homepage so that your message reflects that person. And then the last suggestion I have for you today to rapidly improve your marketing is to get on video. I know, I know you don't want to. I totally get it. I didn't want to in the beginning either, okay? But 
Everyone who is now doing video on social media will tell you that the algorithms massively prefer video to static posts. So what does this mean that the algorithm prioritizes video on social media? Facebook or Instagram, for example, use an algorithm to decide how to rank posts that are published. In other words, which of your followers will it show your posts to, how often, etc.? We're all pretty familiar with this, but for example, if you have 500 people following your Facebook page and you publish a post, not all of them are going to be shown the post. They might not be online, but even if they are, the algorithm might decide not to show it to them. And honestly, there are many factors that play into how Facebook or Instagram determines who to show your post to. For example, the more engagement you get on a post, likes, comments, and shares, the more the algorithm is going to show your post to your followers. Another one of those factors is whether the post contains video. So the first thing I would say here is don't panic. You do not need to do live video for this to be effective. Pre-recorded video that you then publish after the fact is still very, very effective, super useful. Plus, remember what we talked about earlier, how your face helps build trust rapidly. Video helps build up that no-like trust factor even faster than a photo of your face. One of the first things that I teach all of my acupuncture marketing students inside the course is the concept of marketing touch points. A touch point is any reminder about you, your brand, or your business. So if a potential patient sees a Facebook post, that's a touch point. If you had a giant billboard on the side of the road, that would be a touch point. If you publish video or send an email newsletter, those are touch points, etc. On average, in marketing, we say that a person needs five to seven touch points before they take the plunge and make a financial investment. And here's the thing, touch points can be warm or cold. It's a spectrum. Basically, the warmest touch points are the ones that build trust the fastest. So you need fewer touch points if they're warmer to bring a person to that place where they trust you enough to make an appointment. So if you were focusing on warm touch points, the idea is that you'd need fewer of them overall, and that means less marketing for you. The warmest touch point is meeting someone in person and talking to them about whatever their symptom or condition is. Now, of course, during the time of COVID, that's not happening, maybe at all, depending on where you are, or not nearly as often as it was before, right? In-person networking really has been squashed. The next best thing after speaking to someone in person is live video, and then after that, recorded video. Because it's that idea of people wanting to put their eyeballs on your eyeballs while you're talking to decide if they trust you. So again, I know video can be hard, and I have a couple of tips for getting on video and feeling confident. The first is to record by yourself. Thanks to the magic of technology, you don't need another person in the room with you to press the play button or the record button, and this takes an enormous amount of pressure off of you to feel like you are performing. It's just you by yourself. This helps my marketing students so much in recording video. Use a remote camera button and a tripod to hold your phone. This way it doesn't look like you're taking a selfie, which is also fine, honestly, but if you want it to look a little more polished, you can use a remote camera button and a tripod. The next tip is to write yourself either a full script beforehand or at least some bullet points. In other words, know what you plan to say and avoid going totally off the cuff. 
This keeps your message crisp and clear and prevents rambling, which viewers generally do not like. They won't stick around for the whole video. And then lastly, know in advance that it is totally normal to do four or five takes every time you record a video. And even then, you might not be perfectly happy with the result. This does not mean you're doing it wrong. Again, it's normal. It still happens to me regularly. This is really about letting go of perfectionism because it doesn't serve us. It's not worth our time to keep recording 10 or 12 times. So don't torture yourself. Pick one version that comes closest to the message you wanted to share and publish it. Keep in mind here that the only person who knew exactly what you plan to say in your video is you. Your audience has no idea what you intended to say or how you intended to say it. So they're going to be way less critical than you are of yourself, honestly. Again, find a quiet space by yourself, write yourself a script, record it a couple of times, and then pick a version and just hit publish. I think you will be amazed with the engagement on your videos especially the first one that you release, the social media algorithm is really going to promote it to your followers. And just like publishing a picture of your face, people are usually kind of perked up to see you in their feed. And they're very likely to say hello and give you some kind of positive comment just because they're seeing you speak. So I hope these three tips that I've shared are really helpful for you today. To recap, I would love for you to improve your marketing this week by sharing your face more often, by reviewing the message on your website and making sure that you are speaking to the patient about their pain points and the outcome they're looking for, and that you're getting on video. I think if you start doing each of these things regularly, you will notice that your marketing is more effective and that you have to make less effort in your marketing over time because there's more clarity for your audience and you're building trust with them faster. Thanks so much for joining me for this very first episode. Don't forget to visit my website to grab your free marketing downloads, including my favorite checklist, 37 Authentic Marketing Ideas for Acupuncturists. You can download it at bit.ly forward slash 37 Acu Marketing Ideas. I'll also include a link to it in the show notes. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. 